0: Game week one is over. Stephen and Dan are on hand to run through how it went and also discuss the future plans for the next game week. Enjoy. Enjoy.
1: Hello and welcome back to episode five. It is now of Jody's FPL. I am Dan. I'm one half of Jodie's FPL. I'm joined again by Stephen. Stephen, how are you today?
0: I'm feeling good. The football's back. The fantasy world's back. Decent week.
1: I right, very decent week for everyone, but we'll get into that. I think just you feel a bit of a sigh of relief, don't you, when it gets to half. I got a half six on Friday, and it was like all the tinkering, all the planning. All the looking through to it that is all finally done with now I can sit back I can relax and I can enjoy the
0: season for another week anyway it's done with for another week
1: for, for another week until we're pulled into an early wild card <laughs> I'm not quite there yet um but about the game week very high scoring game week average points are 69 it's never usually that high is it
0: I was surprised about that compared to last season I think the average was only about 50 60 at the start of last season so it's been a good week for most people by the by the looks of things
1: yeah well well, as you can see by the uh, point scorers, they're all quite highly owned players, which probably explains why, you know, obviously, Bruno doing Bruno things, Salah doing Salah things, and all the players around the fringes of their highest own and doing very well as well.
0: Yeah, how did you get on this week?
1: So, this week I got 84 points, which is a good 15 above the average. Um, returns from Alexander-Arnold, Simakas... Uh, Sun, Salah captain, Greenwood, and then a goal piece from Ings and Wilson. How about you? How did you get on?
0: You've done very well there, Dan. For me, pretty much the same, to be honest. I got 82 points, so only 13 above average, but you, you would take it when you haven't got Bruno. Um,
1: well, that's a die.
0: Trent returned, Salah returned as captain, 34 points. Greenwood, Ben Rama done well. Double figures, 12 points for him. And then Ings and Wilson as well.
1: Aye, ah, Ben Rom was a very good shot as well. I didn't realise he had got double figures.
0: Aye, ah, he played He played actually quite well against the tune as well. So it looks promising for him, fitting in that Lingard role.
1: Well, they always play well against us. Anyone disappoint you this week? Any players that you were really tempted to have a good week who just didn't?
0: I'm surprised by Sanchez. But it was the clean sheet was out the way after a few minutes, wasn't it? So at least he got it out of the way straight away.
1: That's it, I. as soon as I seen a no vacation, I was, well I was at a wedding during the weekend, Stephen, and as soon as I seen the no vacation for that, I was like, well, <laughs> that just sets us up nicely for the day then,
0: doesn't it? <laughs> and then we've got mores on two points as well, Man City didn't do much, I thought they were going to beat Spurs comfortably.
1: No, I mean, look, I'm, i only caught the highlights because I was at work last night, but looking at it, if anyone was going to score, it looked like it was going to be More. he seemed to have quite a few of the chances, but obviously didn't fall his way.
0: That's it. How did how did you get on, Dan, in terms of the ones that didn't return?
1: Um, I'm a little bit concerned about Matt Target. Um, I got him in. He was just a three-week punt, so it's not a big deal anyways, but zero-pointer. point They were losing 2-0 at half-time. He got hauled at half-time and obviously left Ashley Young on the pitch, which I was obviously a bit concerned, thinking about his minutes for next week against Newcastle. But as I say, he was a short-term punt anyways. He can be moved on quite quickly. And... Um, Barnes, three-pointer. Dinium two-pointer. I was never the only players that didn't actually return for me. So I think on the whole, you've got to be quite happy.
0: What about the bench? How did you do with your uh, bench?
1: Well, you see, I've, I've got points on your bench, but I cannot be too frustrated because I was never going to play these players. Um, I've got kucho at second sub with a six-pointer. And on who I did decide to keep in the end, with a seven-pointer. It's frustrating to look at having them 13 points on the bench, but I can't honestly sit there and say what my team looked like on Friday night and be like, actually, yeah, they were a shoe in for a chance to start because they really weren't. So, good decision, bad outcome in the end. Did you leave any points on the bench?
0: Just ailing for me, but he was the third sub, so he was never going to play anyways. And The think... actual goal he scored, you, you wouldn't believe it, would you, compared to last <laughs> <It was> season?
1: <laughs> absolute screamer. No goals, no assists in the whole... Whole last season, and then he comes in in the first half an hour and scores an
0: absolute screamer against Man United. Like, what is the chances? That's the one, and I'll play him the next four weeks, and he'll not do anything. You can just guarantee that, can't you?
1: That's it, I. That's a yellow cards are glow as well. <laughs> so that's our team, Stephen. But about the game week in general, if you listen to the last podcast, a name that you wouldn't have heard us mention, and it was probably intentional. We didn't mention Bruno Fernandez, but he's going to be getting talked about a lot now, though, isn't he?
0: Yeah, we didn't want to jinx it last week because we thought if we mention it then he's going to get a hat trick. but he's got a hat trick anyways, hasn't he? Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, Me and Stephen both on the Bruno strategy I think just trying to fit the players in. I think Salah was more important than Bruno and what you could do with your team without having him in as well was a lot more attractive to both of us. But, got to say, is it a bad decision now?
0: You would say so after one week but you have to. I would say you'd have to review it after five or six and then all of the players that you've tried to fit in the team because you haven't got him, judge it after that point because you could blank the next few weeks and it might be a completely different story.
1: Yeah, like, for me personally, instead of Bruno, maybe it's Bruno and uh, a six million player or something, maybe it's, instead of Bruno and a Willick, for example, I've got a son and a Greenwood. So son and Greenwood have given me 18 points. Fernandez, Bruno would have given me 20 points, so there's a two-point swing. So if you, if I'm trying to look at it like that, through rose-tinted glasses and trying to make mm-hmm. myself feel a little bit better, then it doesn't frustrate us as much.
0: It's the same for me. If I try and look at it positively, we've got Greenwood and Ben Rahmah in instead of him. 20 points from them, albeit the, the the same as what he's got as one player, but still.
1: But it's where would you have made the sacrifice because you might have ended up with. If that was those are your two players, you might have ended up with a, a Bruno and a Josh Brownfield. you know what I mean? Ah. Yeah, something. Yeah, Smith Rowe something. Like that, cause I know he was in some of your earlier drafts. Yeah. So you got to balance it out. You know, not earning Bruno is going to hurt you because one is so highly owned, and he was the highest point scorer last season for a reason. There's going to be weeks like this, I think. But if you can take a long along nicely with the rest of your team, then I don't think it hurts too much on the day.
0: Definitely, the Doughton thing was as well he didn't even get a pen.
1: No, and these three goals were very good. Does does is um, Pogba an option?
0: At the price, he's seven point five, I think.
1: Yeah, he'd probably be going up by now, I'd imagine, but we'll see.
0: It may be it may be an easy transfer out for the ones on Gundogan.
1: Very very easy transfer out, but I wouldn't get onto that because Gundogan looks like he's injured. I think at the end of the game, I think it was his shoulder. It looked like he was in pain with his shoulder. And even when the final whistle had gone, he was still down on the pitch um, in a bit of pain. £7.5 million could be looking to get transferred out.
0: Who would you think about getting in at that price, Dan?
1: Well, it depends if you've left yourself a few quid in the bank. I mean, Pogba's going to be the obvious one at the moment because of his good performance. And he's got a nice run of fixtures, poor Pogba. Southampton next, followed by Wolves, Newcastle, West Ham, which is nothing to be scared of, I don't think um if you wanted to keep with maybe you've already got your three man united spots taken up and you want to keep the man city for an extra point five you can get grealish in they've got norwich next so you could get the immediate returns there and then followed by arsenal leicester southampton i mean not the greatest next three after that but
0: yeah if you're only on two liverpool players jot as an option
1: yeah that was definitely an option because he scored at the weekend as well he was playing as the lone striker But when Firmino come on, he did score within the first couple of minutes. So maybe they'll be looking to integrate him back into the starting eleven.
0: It would be nice if they could play all four of them, considering they've got Burnley, Palace, Brentford and Leeds in the next five. Obviously, they've got Chelsea at home as the, the second match, which you probably would have to drop a couple of Liverpool players. But the rest of the fixtures look quite good.
1: Yeah, but what I would say is you'd like to start with all four of them again. your Burnley, your Leeds, your Crystal Palace, your Brentford. But yeah, those sort of fixtures are the ones where you might say, well, actually, I can leave one of them out, and it's not going to be Salah. So it's would like say if you're swapping between Mane and Firmino and Jota for the two spaces, then I think you just seven point five million feels like quite a lot to leave on the bench.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Was there any players you had in mind um, this week in your in your drafts that didn't actually make it in the end? that done well. <sighs>
1: done Well, I can't say there has been. I mean, the highest point scorers of the week, you've got Ben Rahman there. He was never there. Antonio, of course, was in there. Um, we discussed that in the last podcast. He came out with a thirteen point, or was it, in the end?
0: Yeah, it's mad because he got the assist from missing the penalty.
1: That's, that's fucked up that day. Like, FPL, you have a look
0: at that. It's just wrong, isn't it? So you, you get a minus two from missing the penalty, and then you get... A plus three for for the assist. Yeah, so you come up makes... with one, one extra point for missing a pen.
1: Yeah, it, makes, it makes, you know, sense. I, I mean, because, I, I mean, in officially, not just in the official FPL, officially, like, on the stats, when a player takes a shot, and a keeper saves it and parries it to another player, and they score, that's not counted as a, an official assist. official
0: assist, yeah.
1: But on FPL it is, and I like that because it gives the opportunity for more assists, because that obviously happens quite often. But surely they need to have a look at a penalty. I mean, how do you differentiate the two? Because they're both taking a shot at goal and they're both getting parried. But come on, he's missed a penalty and he's getting rewarded.
0: And we're just, our rank's just going down because of it.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. If I have a look, because usually missing a penalty affects your bonus point numbers quite highly.
0: But it didn't really much for him, did it? Because he scored and got counts two assists.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. So he's got a goal to assist and he ended up with 40, 40 bonus points on the system, which was obviously enough for three bonus points, yeah. which is frustrating. But to be fair, West Ham could have had a hatful against us yesterday. So.
0: Very true. I mean, from my side, I was looking at Mope and Calvert-Lewin um, in my initial drafts and they both returned, but I just look at it as if Ings and Wilson did. So it's not really much, much lost out on them.
1: That's it, yeah. I mean, my, my front line, well, to be honest, all three of my strikers scored yesterday, but obviously I only played two of them, so can't be angry with any of the choices I've had so far. Obviously, Antonio was in there, but don't mind having a Newcastle player in there. It actually makes it a little bit exciting and disappointing at the same time.
0: Very true, very true.
1: But some surprise results on the weekend, though. Spurs played very well by all accounts. Brentford, I didn't expect them to come out of the traps and press as high as they did against Arsenal. They made them look like the Sunday League team.
0: Yeah, the promoter teams looked very decent, didn't they? But it could just be that bounce effect from coming up from the Championship.
1: Well, that's it. Yeah, they were both home. Norwich were away. Can have something to do with it, maybe?
0: Yeah, Norwich didn't didn't look too bad until they conceded the first goal as well.
1: Mhm. Yeah, they did. Brentford, I was a bit skeptical of Brent Farrath. maybe it's just because you know in terms of Premier League they've got no history I don't think any of their players correct correct if I'm wrong if any of that players have played in the Premier League before but they just came out of the traps and really made Arsenal look like a bag of shite really
0: yeah Why well, Skybet were showing the, the recent results in the Premier League from by the division 1 from 1947 or something
1: what is it to show, to try and prove their their recent form? Aye,
0: and there was like four games lost, one game drew out in the last five, so you can tell they had a bad season back then, nineteen
1: forty seven. Why why would you even bother? Just get the results from last year. It would have been exactly. a lot easier for the researchers.
0: It's just pointless, isn't it? No
1: no. Did you have any bets on the weekend actually, Stephen? I know you like to have a little flutter.
0: I had a five-fold, but Millwall and Fortune let, let us down, so ah. back to the drone boards this weekend.
1: I've not even looked at the championship results much this this uh, season so far, to be honest with you. I'd imagine Fulham are around the top, though, are they?
0: Fulham look good. Fulham look really strong. I've got them to, to win the league, like. Aye, well, it, it seems
1: it seems the obvious one because I don't think they've lost many players, have they? So...
0: And they just come up and down, don't they? So they're used to it.
1: So, what do you think about the tune game then, Stephen? Did you manage to watch that?
0: I managed to watch most of it. Um, I was away at a skydive yesterday, so just watching it on a laptop, to be honest. But uh, we looked good at, from an attacking perspective. Saint Maximin and Wilson linking oh, up very well.
1: That assist for uh, Wilson's first goal was ridiculous. He
0: was very patient, wasn't he, to get it in the box?
1: Very patient. You just assume he'll never be a fantasy asset because
0: he's a, a striker. A strike-
1: as a striker, and I think he's uh, just his injury-proneness as well. He's just, But in terms of, he's, he's like my Rafinha in FPL. I like I'm Rafinha because I like watching him to see what points I can get. He's exciting. Maximin's the exact same thing as a fan of the football team.
0: Yeah, I think if he was a, down as a midfielder, and he's maybe he's 0.5 less, he would definitely be considered a lot more.
1: Well, he was 5.5 last year, and he was quite highly owned, and it really didn't take him long whatsoever. At the end of the morning, he costed about 5.2. Yeah, I lost a quite a bit of value in him last year. He's just sometimes his footballing doesn't revert into points.
0: Yeah, exactly the same like, as Rafinha, like you say.
1: Yeah, but I mean Rafinha's on all the set pieces and stuff, so it's more exciting. But like, yeah. but Maxi just takes on players and he's exciting to watch. But he's usually got the pre-assist or he's just got the ball at the pitch rather than something that actually turns into FPL points.
0: Yeah, what do you think from a defensive aspect on the Newcastle match? I
1: mean, it's just dire, isn't it? Um, obviously what I can't understand is how Richie's class is a defender and Murphy's class as a midfielder um, even though they both play at the same position but just on yeah. the opposite side of the pitch I would have quite, if if, if Murphy had a came in as a 5 million defender I think he would have been a little bit on the radar, probably not to start off with obviously bagged a goal yesterday but as a 5.5 million midfielder, he's nothing but if you're thinking about going Newcastle defensive and your FPL team just don't. Or just get Man Keo in because he's 4 million and he's not going to play.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: It was a shambles, man. Freddie Woodman as well. He pulled off some good saves and still managed to let in four goals.
0: It's just Newcastle all over, isn't it? That wasn't a penalty. I've got to say it wasn't a penalty at all.
1: No, it wasn't a penalty. The penalty was saved regardless, but obviously the rebound went in. I thought Woodman did well on his de- Premier League debut. But other than that, just stay away from Newcastle unless it's Karen Wilson, as proven by the fact that he scored in the first few minutes.
0: So looking ahead at the, the next game week is there anything you're looking to do with your team?
1: Well the plan was always to roll a transfer in the first game week so that I can have a couple in the game week 3, game week 4 matches but I'm a bit concerned about my Target now as I mentioned before he came off at half time when they were 2-0 down he was short term put anyway so I'm just going to stick with it but I, yeah no fire hasn't even put out on obviously did well against uh, Man City on the weekend. So he's a surprise one that I might actually be looking forward to own this season. Is anyone that you need getting rid of?
0: I'm torn between making a transfer and just rolling one over at the minute.
1: Alright, so you might be changing the strategy.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's going to be beneficial just to roll the transfer, but you've got to consider the price increases and stuff as well. Although I have got yeah. no 0.5 million in the bank. You could be missing out on someone pretty early on, but I think it might just be worth making use of the strong bench that I've got and uh, manipulating the team that way rather than making a transfer. So I might still stick to the initial plan.
1: So who was who was in the mind? Maybe for you, is making the transfer for you uh, potentially change the plan up?
0: I was looking at Jota, looking at oh, Jota yes. with him playing up, playing as a striker. But it really depends between now and then what he says about Firmino. 'Cause if he comes back into the team, the player for them. Shot probably isn't as much of an asset as what he was.
1: Yeah, so who would be your chance for out to try and fit Firmino in? I'm uh, trying to fit jota in, sorry.
0: I think it would be Bonds at this point.
1: All right, we're well, not impressed with them.
0: He didn't have a great game and now with Madison potentially being injured, will they go back to playing two up front rather than mm. rather than three? But then again, if they do do that, it might be Perez that's dropped out, you, you can't really say, can you?
1: That's it, i just going to have to wait and see, obviously we're recording this on the Monday and it'll probably be out on the Monday, so any new news that we hear during the week, we aren't going to find out about until, obviously, deadline time.
0: Who's on your watch list at the moment?
1: Well, I suppose it's a little bit frustrating having like Aylin sitting there having um, and then getting a goal, he's been in my draft for a long time but he's not there at the minute, to be honest with you I'm so set on having this outlook where I'm I was gonna roll a transfer that I've not really had a look around yeah I think I think score, I scored 84 points you scored 82 points just then start looking at seeing what was wrong with our teams after nearly scored after scoring so highly it seems a bit silly really I'm quite happy with where I am at the moment
0: yeah it's, it does seem like you're just picking at any old fault when if you've done a lot higher than the average. You might yeah. it doesn't mean you need to make a change really does it
1: no and if you start picking at things and then you'll find things and then you'll say oh i can nearly get to that one then you'll start taking minus four so i'm happy just to pick me 11 for next week out of the players i've got roll that transfer and then if anything new comes up then then so be it
0: i think that's going to be the best way to go at this point there's no point rushing in any decisions because that's when things no. go wrong and I still don't want to do an early early wild card i know a lot of people do like they'll thought of an early wild card because of the fixture swing in game week four onwards but i'm not into that i want to try and hold it as long as possible
1: yeah i mean i i would usually try and hold it to as close to getting the second wild card as possible but i think the fixture swing for chelsea in game week seven is very tasty and if I was going to even try and get Lukaku in my team, I would have to it's change hard. it up so much anyways yeah. that probably a wild card would be the best thing to do. Yeah,
0: um, take like that so wild I'm card not... or, or try and keep two transfers, isn't it? To make sure you've got two transfers, but even then, you're going to have to drop maybe as a midfielder, like a premium midfielder, to a six to seven yeah. to then get him yeah.
1: in. And it's not, I wouldn't be adverse to, like obviously, if you've got the two transfers, taking a minus four as well to get that in, because in the long run it might be worth it.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: So how, you look, how do you think you might be set up for next week, looking at it early on? I don't
0: think there's going to be much change to the actual team. I might bring Ailing in, um, but otherwise yeah. I don't think there's going to be much difference. Wilson, I'm torn between playing him and Rodrigo. Rodrigo got took right. off after 45 minutes, that's the worrying thing. Oh, did he? He did, aye. That's the worrying thing. But then again, if you look at it another way, they were in the game until he got took off. After he got took off, they got battered.
1: Yeah, well, that's true. I suppose he had to go for it at some point, didn't he? Especially at Man United.
0: Yeah, so that's that's the, the bit I'm stuck on is whether I play Wilson or Rodrigo, but otherwise potentially just bring Ayling in. Got Everton at home. Not a bad game.
1: Yeah, well, looking at my team, I've actually got some benching headaches. I put Reggie on in for Dini at the minute. And I've put Rafinha in for Shimekass, but that's—I mean—I'm leaving Deanier at Leeds, Shimekass at Burnley, and kucho Hernandez at Brighton on the bench at the minute. I might even wildcard. I mean, I might even my bench boost.
0: <laughs> you got some hard decisions there. The bench boost wouldn't be a bad shout. Looking at that no, team.
1: Oh, don't, don't, don't tempt us because I just know that it'll come back and bite us on the arse. <laughs> I mean, I've got Wilson there, so Wilson can drop to the bench at some point. But yeah, it's gonna—I'm gonna have a tough one next week, I think. Definitely. well Stephen quick round up of last week done
0: looking forward to next week
1: looking forward to next week yeah where we can have even more horror decisions to make and be ripping my hair out even more
0: if Bruno returns then I, that, <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to get a podcast out next week if it yeah, happens again
1: if, exactly if that happens then it's just game over
0: <laughs> deleting Twitter but, if that happens
1: yeah, exactly and I'll just mute the word Bruno or anything, <laughs> anything along those lines <laughs> Well, quick podcast for you to well. listen to on a Monday. That's our Game Week 1 review. Make sure that everybody listening follows us on Twitter at Jordy's FPL. And Stephen, I will see you next time.
0: See you then, Dan. Thanks, everyone. See
1: ya. Bye. <laughs>